Now back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. On Yahoo Sports Radio. I want winners. Only two men in NFL history won Super Bowls as a player, assistant coach, and head coach. And we're proud to have one of them, Tom Flores, visiting with us today. Tom owns four Super Bowl rings, the last two coming when he was head coach of the Oakland Raiders in Super Bowls 15 and 18. His 87 victories as Raiders head coach are second only to the man he replaced, John Madden, and he's one of only 20 players to play in the NFL for the entire 10 years of his existence. He's also the first Hispanic coach and first minority coach to win a Super Bowl, which he did in the 1980 season, but like many of his achievements, that seems to have been lost in the pages of history. But not here and not now, because we're proud and happy to welcome Tom Flores to the show. Sounds well, good. Tom, I like yeah, that. there you go. Pretty good resume, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, who is that guy? Oh, that's me. That's me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, but I believe your pro football career started with the Packers, and that would be the Salinas Packers of the Pacific Football League. And I'm wondering, what kept you playing after not getting a chance in 58 uh, in, the, in the Canadian Football League and again in 59 uh, with the Redskins? What, what kept you going? Well, it, the, 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 uh, the spark was still there. You know, I hurt myself at my senior year. And when I went to Canada, I, I went with a sore shoulder and uh, got released, had surgery, started tried with the Redskins. It was way too early, so I just couldn't even lift my arm. So that's it. I gave, gave up even the thought of playing football, went back for my Masters. And I did play with the Bakersfield Spoilers in those days. I got $100 a game. Behind, <laughs> they, had to take me behind. they had to take me behind the building and pay me because they weren't paying the other guys. So, and I continued my graduate work at the College of Pacific, but then, uh, you know, I, I was getting ready to take a position with a high school as a coach in uh, my hometown area of Fresno, which is close to my hometown. And all of a sudden, this thing called American Football League started up. And they called me, and I said, well, you know, I don't owe anybody. I don't own a car. Uh, I'll give it another shot and see what happens. I can always teach coach the rest of my life, so I'll, I'll see what happens. And that was 1960. So a lot of things happened since then. Hey, Tom, uh, you, of course, won the two Super Bowls, and you hear people say you can't write the history of pro football without the name of Tom Flores, the first Hispanic starting quarterback, first Hispanic coach to win a Super Bowl. Do you ever wonder why you aren't in the Hall of Fame, and do you give it much thought? Yes, I do. I have to be honest with you. I do wonder because, you know, and I, without mentioning names, other people that are that are in the Hall, and, you know, I, I, you know, I felt that I have accomplished a lot in my career. It's been a long career. Winning two Super Bowls uh, as a head coach, one in Oakland and one in L.A. I've lived in a hotel for 14 months in doing so. Uh, and working for Al Davis alone, I should be in the, the Hall of Fame, you know. <laughs> but, but even even when I, when Al and I would get together, and he was my biggest my biggest backer, but he said maybe that's the wrong thing for me to do is back you. I see to get overshadowed in his shadow. You know, Al was such a, a dynamic personality that a lot of things, uh, it was never my team, it was always his team. And that's, you know, that's just the way it was. I accepted that, but I didn't, you know, I don't accept what the facts uh, prove. You know, it, it's, it's kind of confusing and frustrating at times, but what am I going to do? I, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a voter. I, you know, I just, uh, uh, I, I coach for the Raiders. I still do the radio broadcast with the Raiders, a long time, uh, 
a lot of first things that I did in this league that were the first things in this league. We're with former quarterback and head coach Tom Flores on the Talk of Fame Network. And, Tom, we are Hall of Fame voters. And for the record, we're confused and frustrated by it, too. But I want to ask you, 68% of the players and 87% of the coaches in the Hall of Fame played or coached in a league championship or on a Super Bowl winning team. Is too much emphasis placed on that final game when it comes to the Hall of Fame? Well, I think so, maybe. Uh, I think because, you know, there's some players that never played in the championship, never became uh, world champions, that were great players. Uh, you know, that's but it's just a matter of where they played and what team they played for. So I'm not sure that should be the total criteria, but it should have something. You know, you know I always felt that great players make big plays in big games. Coaches make big big decisions in big games. You know, that's the, the nature of their profession, the nature of their personality. And uh, that's how they get recognized sometimes by doing those things in big games. Sometimes you, you get lost if you don't make the uh, the, the final dance uh, of the season. And, you know, there's only two quarterbacks, two coaches that make it to that final game. And uh, it's not easy to do, as, as people have found out. Well, you and I, of course, uh, Tom, were together for quite a while in Oakland, so we both got to know Al, uh, you differently than me, obviously. And I'm just wondering, uh, he was a brilliant guy, as, as we both know, uh, also a difficult guy. What was life like with Al when you were a player, and how did it change when you became a coach working under him? Well, when I played with him, I first met him in 63 when he came to Oakland and changed everything around. And uh, I had one of my best years in 63, uh, and we had come off a one-game one win season. But and he all of a sudden brought back some credibility, brought some credibility to Oakland. And I liked his style because it was based on throwing the ball down the field. And so I enjoyed playing for him. And he, he made me a tougher quarterback. I had to hang in the pocket. I could get rid of the ball quicker. And, but you have to realize in those days, you know, it's a different environment those days that the percentage game of passing was non-existent. That it was, you know, you threw for yardage and touchdowns. Uh, so if you were in the high 40s, that was a pretty good percentage uh, of, of passers. And plus, you didn't throw 50 times a game like they're doing nowadays. So it's, it's a different era. And I, I think that's where some of the confusion comes in, to be honest with you. When you think about how uh, what you look at, you, you shouldn't compare the, the, uh, the different eras because there's no way that the quarterback of then can compare with these guys of today because it's a passing world nowadays. You should compare with what happened then and put it, you know, put it in its right perspective. Tom, you replaced a guy who became a football icon, John Madden. Did you ever dream Madden football would become bigger than coaching football? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, when John, when John was coaching, uh, you know, John was a character, and you know, he was, had a, a thing with flying. It was kind of sad to watch, you know, his last year because he got more and more uh, insecure about on an airplane. But he had a marvelous career. Uh, John was, a, was really a good game day coach. Uh, and, uh, you know, I never knew the pressure that he was under uh, as a coach until I coached with for Al. And uh, Al was uh, different with the head coach than he was with the players or a uh, the assistant coaches. He put a lot of pressure on the head coach because that was it. We were the ones who were responsible. But I never thought that John was ready to, to hang it up yet. I thought, you know, that he had uh, years ahead of him, but that last year you could see that he was tiring, and 
And then all of a sudden he comes up with it. You know, he, he did such a great job of broadcasting. And he got on that bus, never got off that bus. And uh, <laughs> he, he developed a personality. And, and uh, now look at him. I mean, it's just the Madden football, the bus uh, stories, you know. He just had a marvelous career. His career was really got bigger after he got out of football. We're with former quarterback and coach Tom Flores on the Talk of Fame Network bus. And Tom, question about today's Raiders. How gratifying is it to see the Oakland Raiders back on the map? And is the NFL a better place with the Raiders being relevant now? I think so. I, I really do. You know, when, when you look at the glory of this, this franchise and how it became one of the, these franchises of, of, of note, Monday Night Football was just magical for the Raiders. I think during, during John and my career, I think we only lost like two or three Monday Night games. Uh, and uh, that was 19 years of football. Uh, so, uh, you know, to see them win and, and, and get some prominence going and get some... So there's light at the end of the tunnel for them. And I think that's really good because the uh, the Raiders need to be relevant again in the National Football League. We have so many fans all over all over the country, West Coast, East Coast. They need to be relevant again. Is it the quarterback that's changed thing? You know, it seems to be, as you pointed out earlier, such a league now where if you don't have a quarterback, as our friend Dave McGinnis says, you're just playing rugby. Uh, and now it looks like you all have a quarterback. Is that really the difference between this team and some of the other teams? I think it is. I think it's a big difference because if you don't have that guy, then, then it doesn't matter who the other guys are because he's not going to get the job done for you. And I think the Raiders, unfortunately, in the last 10 years have made some dramatic you know, mistakes in drafted quarterbacks, Jamarcus Russell being one of them. When you make a mistake with your number one draft choice, especially the guy, the first guy taken in the draft, uh, you, uh, you set your team back. Uh, and any number one, especially a quarterback, and they just haven't done a good job. In the last three or four years, the Raiders have done a better job drafting. Uh, and, you know, Reggie McKenzie is doing a good job. And right now, Jack Del Rio is, uh, is, seems to have good control of this team. And, uh, they're young. They're still young. The quarterback's only his second year. The running back's in his third year. The corners are all young. Everybody in the defensive backfield is young except for, for, uh, Charles Wilson. And look what he's doing. What a warrior he is. So it's, it's kind of, it's fun to see them learning how to win again. And Jack, when he came in, he said, We're good. we've got to change this, the atmosphere around here, and he's done a lot to do it. And even though they, they still don't know where they're going to be playing next year or the year after, but, but they're, uh, they do know that there's a silver and black again. Tom, can they sustain it? I don't know that. I don't know if they're deep enough to do that. Uh, you know, I, I really don't know. That's the, the big question right now. Playing Denver at home, that'll be a big game. I mean, that'll be a huge game uh, for not only, you know, for the public, but and the Raider fans, but for the players, because this will be the first really big game that they've had to win in a long, long time. And uh, if anything will make you grow up fast, it's a game like that. Hey, Tom, we've, we've got about 30 seconds left. I want to ask you a quick question here. Ron, next okay. February, will try to make the Hall of Fame case for Ken Stabler. What would you uh -huh. want voters to know about Kenny, and why do you think he belongs in the Hall of Fame? I think when you look at Kenny Stabler, you look what he did for the Raiders. How many times we were in playoffs, how many times we were in big games, we won big games, and, and unfortunately lost big games. Uh, how consistent he was. Uh, what a great personality he was. Uh, and uh, 
you know, like I said, I don't like to compare to other people, but it, there's some people that are there that didn't even do half of what he did. And, and I don't know. It's To me, it's a mystery why he's not in there. Hey, Tom, thanks for the time, and hopefully we'll see you again in Canton and not as a spectator, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I know that. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the interview, and, and uh, Godspeed. Thanks, thanks Tom. Tom. Thanks, Tom. That was former Raiders quarterback and coach Tom Flores. Up next, we're going to talk about why he may be not going to Canton and what the obstacles are for him to clear. We're also going to hear from Dr. Data. This is the Talk of Fame Network. One more reminder that we're brought to you by MyCleanPC. By now, you should know that if your computer is running slowly, you should go to MyCleanPC.com for a free analysis. In minutes, you can download MyClean computer software to clean out what's bogging down your computer. That's MyCleanPC.com. 